Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, I learned that this week when Louis was mocking me. I learned something and I, I'm a big personal growth kind of guy. Yeah. You just took that criticism. You, you improved yourself rather than getting mad and banning me from my friendship. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made to Be With You, America's Most. I am exhausted. TCG, MTG, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Disney. Hey, Star Wars, we got it in, baby. You can pre order the new Star Wars Rebellion on my website <laughs> at kingrope.gg. She's the bag pump at starting it out with Starting it out with the bags, everybody. TCG podcast. We cover every game most of the time, all the time, some of the time. I am, of course, I have no intros this week. I am, right, of course, joined, we by are joined by No, I got this. We are joined by a Harvard professor. Not true. Actual Harvard w, tenure. <laughs> George W. Bush went down right. there. Great. Great. That's going to go really well, I think. Yeah, actually, this week, not the week to make that joke. I think this will be really great. Hello to the comments section. Yeah, not great. I have an introduction for Louis, actually. Can I can I introduce Louis? Yeah, this is a free. And for those of you that might have only watched this man answer yes or no questions for thirty second intervals, it's Louis DeGeorge. Sometimes he does other things and talks for longer. I promise we'll get through it. Just hang in there. Nobody watches that content. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I gotta talk about the shorts at some point today. I've had two wild experiences because of the shorts this week. Uh, and we are joined by Mr. Hometown Data TCG himself. This man can crunch numbers better than your math teacher, no. Josh. Also not. I don't know what's more not true, George's Harvard professorship or that. I don't. All right. Uh, what is up, everybody? Oh, like, Thank I love you how we assume here. like like our like high school math teacher was really great at math. I love how we assume that the viewer will make it this far through the podcast and still stay here for the intro. <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble. I'll be honest. The sleeper I get, the wilder I get. I'm either going to say nothing or y'all are in for a wild ride. The back half of this podcast is going to be nutty. (laughs) I've been with my kids all day. I'm ready to talk about cards with my friends. I'm very excited about this podcast. I'm going to bury myself a little bit here. My wife, eighth grade math teacher, not great (laughs) at math. (laughs) Amazing. And she's one of those incredible teachers, too. Very good at what she does. Somehow. Not great at math. Let's start it out with bashing our wives, oh, lying no. about I, each other, and uh, and pumping our own bags. Uh, you can. Go I have no bags. You I can, am, I'm, I'm almost bagless. You can pre-order your Star Wars Unlimited product at GameGrove.gg, you everybody. You All right. No, I didn't put the picture up. All right, here we go, everybody. This is what we're talking about. Real talk. We're, we're in this. Uh, we talk. got a spicy podcast for you guys. We're going to start out the podcast talking getting about canceled. the rudy video and rudy getting banned from flesh and blood we're gonna go for it everyone we're he in we're going in we're going in we're talking about that on the podcast then we're going to talk about the secret layer changes we're going to talk about double r to 1k we're going to go ahead and do george's one piece again rodna what was that there was a double r we're going to talk when i was a kid we're going to talk about four players. ronda rousey 
Roman Reigns. We're going to talk about four-player sorcery, uh, and does the TCGs, do these indie TCGs need to be doing it themselves? There's so many topics. This is the typical typical podcast. We're going to talk about Pokemon Concierge, the newest fad from Netflix, the only thing ever to get a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but it got a 100%. No way that's accurate. (laughs) And we're going to talk about Lorcana's 100K. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's going to be a wild ride. Let's hop right in. I want to point out, if you don't name this podcast Rudy Band from Fab, <laughs> you've got no stones. You, you, gonna, you yeah, I would not do that. You've got spoiler alert. All vadge down there. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Don't have the stones for that one. Me, me uh, neither. All right, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're in it. Um, so we're gonna talk about the Rudy video. Let's do a little preface of the Rudy video for those of you. For the uh, on Newbie. the channel, for on the channel, the fourteen thousand of you apparently who have joined since George was banned from Fab and I stopped making flesh and blood content uh, to catch you all up. Your, this, this, your subscribers have tripled since then. Yeah, it's wild. They've tripled like, this last week. It's banned. a little, it's a little bit finicky because like it's mostly just the shorts, but we can pump it however we want. Um, uh, I know, I've doubled since all over again. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know, this podcast is called May the Zoo Be With You. And originally it was called May the Zoo Be With You, a flesh and blood podcast. Uh, and that's what this was. And we had a fantastic co-host named Mitch. Look at, uh, look at George is, going through the lifelong regrets. Like his brain is just like, oh, I, I made done? these decisions. What have I, done? I made these no choices. Wait, Mitch is no longer with wait, us. I'm, I'm about to announce Mitch's death. Mitch is no longer with us. <laughs> Russian, Russian power, Mitch. I think Mitch still watches the podcast. Shout out to you, Mitch. Mitch to one K, um, the number one sorcery single seller now. Um, and then we've so got. Uh, then it was just George and I for a little bit. Then we did what was the highest viewed podcast ever. Ever uh, when when ever. It's, You're welcome. You know, listen, when people get banned, you know it just makes their best content. You know, all all these creators. The number one podcast of ours was uh was when George got banned, and uh, George was banned for speculating on print runs, and that's often and business practices. That's often a uh, a joke on the podcast uh, yes. that, that yeah. when we speculate on print, uh, on print runs, we're going to get banned. Uh, and at that point, I also had received uh, various emails from the LSS company that we haven't really shared on the podcast. We probably will continue to not share. Um, and I decided to uh, be uh, we, we kind of made the decision that if we continue to make content that was critical, we loved the game. But if we continue to make content that was critical, uh, it would further result in hardships and me getting banned and different content and different stuff. Uh, so we basically pivoted away. And that is why we don't talk about Flesh and Blood on the podcast, uh, because basically uh, George got banned. I was going to get banned and it wasn't worth our time uh, as a result. And that's why we brought Josh on. <laughs> so that we, well, we, we couldn't get our top choice game. We went to Josh. So, so our third choice. Our third choice beyond just George and I talking about things we didn't know uh, was to bring Josh on and to pivot the podcast and the channel pivoted to a Magic the Gathering. Oh, uh, so don't don't tell, so. forget the first idea. The first idea was I just brief you guys on whatever's going on in Magic for the week and then you two do a podcast. I don't Wait, that was never my I idea. I was I never think, privy to that idea. I don't think I don't think that, that was not. God, that would have been a great idea, though, because we'd have completely forgotten everything he said and it would have been amazing content. Yeah, it would have been good. God, such um, good content. All right. 
right. So who wants to give the rundown on what happened with the Rudy fiasco over the holiday weekend? One of you is up. Uh, listen, I, I'll kind of give it a, a bigger overview of the situation. It turns out Rudy made a video. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, it has since been deleted. There yeah. may or may deleted. not be a deleted. secret link. I, I don't know. Then, he shared the link in his it, Patreon. Oh yeah. I have to call it Rudy Sneaky Link. That needs to be the title of the podcast. Rudy Sneaky Rudy Link. Sneaky Link. It'll be linked no, below. I guarantee it'll be linked below. It anyway. called, the video is called a depressing video. Yes, the video was literally called a depressing video. There was a depressing video part two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, we are talking about depressing video part one. In this video, he made some critical statements, not only about flesh and bloods, but about the TCG space. About everything. At, as a whole, he he it's kind of sort of made this to be with you. He, yeah. he insulted Mark Rosewater's aunt more than I ever. Had. Yeah, well, hold on, don't put that evil on him. Don't you dare. And I thought that meme died in 2023. Never bring it back. Never. Uh, no, no. Poor, I'm sure she's a yeah. wonderful lady, guys. No, probably not. She's probably so he made a video and he was critical, and then he later pulled the video and then released information to his patron that um, he pulled the video because of would you call it negative reaction? From LSS, would you call it? I wouldn't call it pressure. I'd call it a negative reaction. He said it was, he, he didn't expect the reaction to be as negative as it was. Yes. Um, I would have, Rudy. And, and he said, well, this, let him, Rudy watched slid my DMs, baby. We, 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 we've shared with, with the podcast about how negative you, George, you shared the email on, on your I didn't share all of them. I shared, well, you shared most of the email, yeah. but I received some very, direct messaging uh that was not very professional <laughs> some uh, dms He's some, the DMs. Yeah. essentially a, a 1997 version of a dm or email all right as they all call right. it that's so what you got but rudy rudy here. just alluded to just some negative reaction from lss and its employees i think was the direct all quote all right oh well, hold on so, uh, oh my god he also talked about a lot of people which we felt this too a lot of people in stores sending messages to lss team being like negative a lot of pressure from other people outside sources it's to, the mob it's the same mob yeah, that came the, after us right right so and and that was the crux of the issue so that that was what happened from the rudy side the crux of the issue that kind of caused this was rudy selling boxes at below map behind a paywall on his patreon and, and then market. the pressure to raise that price up to map pricing and match yeah. kind of what LSS has deemed the price of a of, flesh and blood box should be. Of which he was basically like, boxes weren't selling anyway, so I'm not sure what you want me to do. Yes. <laughs> Listen, that's fair. So that's that's kind of the big picture. And from there, we got this situation where the video was pulled. There's a lot of speculation going on. And at the time, Rudy happened to get sick. Now, we are in a unique position to talk about that because we not only came from the content side of flesh and blood, but also from the store, player, and building a YouTube channel side from flesh and blood we've all had our own communications and this is a let's call it a not unique situation so i want to you know is that's what Rudy's doing is building his youtube channel no no that's what we did that's what we did boo boo that's what we did he Poor did dude. better he did better he didn't make shorts his like, fab his fab videos gives as many views as my good magic videos Listen, it's still a win, okay? I I just like views, okay? I, beggars like me. Not my shorts. Not my shorts. <laughs> my shorts actually are successful. It's amazing. So with that with that kind of picture in our minds, I want to hand it off to George to kind of kick off this kick off this conversation Great. because you're the most um, uniquely positioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel to talk about honor. what's going it's on. Not on a privilege. Um, I mean, kind of right. though. So let me say this. 
when two idiots approached me about my willingness to talk about this topic, I yeah. initially said no. I don't talk. About, I don't talk about this game. Yeah. I, 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 I very rarely talk about this game privately, and this is the first time in more than a year I've talked about it publicly. And I'll be honest. I hope it's my last. Yeah. I, so um, hold on, hold on. Uh, let us let us behind the curtain on that a little bit. We, yeah. Why that decision? We know why. The viewer doesn't know why so, that decision. Like, here's the problem. This is why. Like, I don't like it. So we don't talk about this game for one reason. It makes us sad. Oh, that was my reason. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> Where did you think I was going to go? No, I thought you were going to be like because we hate. Blah blah blah. I was gonna. I got nothing but love in my heart for everybody except yeah. for like three people. You know who you are. Um, and um, yeah. like, it makes us sad. So like, I, like listen, which is which is why we make jokes about it. Let's be very. Yeah, clear. And it's also you like, and I don't know how to handle our emotions. I went to therapy for about a year, and that yeah, a, a I, lot because of this. And I one of the pizza. things was like, all you do is make jokes instead of like actually processing what happened. Wait, is that what I do all day? That's what my therapist told me. So mm. maybe you're the same. Mm. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> I like I'm pretty anxious still about talking about it. not for anything, not for any reason other than like I just don't like it. I gave in, um, I think, for two reasons. First, I do think, like, you can't find a better qualified group of people to discuss this topic. Yep. And I say this with nothing but love for Rudy. Um, when I was banned, I thought he should have said something. I'll be honest. I think he should have. I'm not friends with Rudy, but I'm certainly friendly with Rudy. Yeah. Um, I won't make the same mistake. Um, I don't know if they'll work their beef out. I don't know if they won't. I don't care. I really couldn't care less. I'm team Rudy. I like, I think like, and like, let me be crystal clear here. Any game has the right to ban anybody they see for any damn reason they want. Mm -hmm. They want to ban people for wearing hats backward because they know they're stupid. God bless. Ash Ketchum wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, comment? remember that guy? You're calling me an Ash Ketchum wannabe. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, it's so and, true. I love Ash Ketchum. I would choose that life any day. That's but not I the direction think, I thought you were going to go with that. Yeah, I definitely do want to be. But I him. think like the games, like all these games, we were critical of of, of Mendes when they were banned people too. Like yeah. the games that need, like the, what the games need to realize is that when you ban somebody, you're forcing a community to decide between you and them. You're making people pick sides. And like MAGA can somewhat get away with that because there's 20 trillion players. Like, but even then, like, like listen, one of the reasons I started carrying this game is because the way the professor was treated by magic. Right. I don't even like the professor. He's my least favorite TCG content. Banning him and like insulting him is stupid. Right. It's stupid. If you don't like his content, don't watch his content. I don't. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a business. Like it's, it's it, yeah. And so, like, I like all these, and I will give Sorcery a ton of credit here. They have, like, they have reached out to me privately and said, like, I hope I'm not leaking DMs and been like, listen, you're in no risk of being banned, baby. Yeah. Like, you, you want to be, like, you, you disagree with what we do? Your, you've changed your tune on Sorcery in the last five months. And, like, you were, well, that's he was at risk a, of being banned. You were yeah, right. I threatened. You no. were atrocious. Is that a two liter of Coke? Love it. It's my fourth today. Oh my god, that can, that cannot be true. That cannot be your fourth. Want me to get the other two that are still full? I have them on the way home. You had, yeah. Want me no. to, George? Come on, man. 
that's a lot. I, that's a lot to die. Cope. That's a, you're that's basically a, drinking cancer at that point. Take me home, Lord. Um, hope, hope, hope we get it before this podcast airs. Um, I, I no longer have a monopoly on interesting drinks on this podcast. That's um, incredible. Four. So I mean, like, where do I think this goes? Like, I, I like what I hope happened. I don't think this is what will happen. But what I hope happens is that the game company, the game manufacturing company realizes all these people always whining about everybody saying anything bad about your game are is terrible for the game. Yeah. It creates a culture of yes men yep. and a and culture the, of and an like, echo chamber of just toxic positivity and like, that is is just pumping people's egos so that they can feel better about a game that is not as successful as they want it to be. And all of these games need content creators way more than content creators need these games. Yeah. Like I joked about you having triple the subscribers. But I, yeah. it's like half joke, half real. Yeah. Josh's subscribers were up for when he left the game. I've doubled like, since leaving. He's doubled. I mean, like, you guys, like, you know, uh, you listen. would rather have people discussing your game, even oh, if uh, they give suggestions of how to improve it, than not. We're not giving advice. We don't, we're, this is the point of this is not to give advice to a company that outed us that's that's not the point of this uh, the one of the reasons that you we wanted to discuss this uh is because we we wanted to say that we are team rudy yeah 100 percent that, that we that we believe that you should be able to make content about a game and be uh be critical and to critical think and that that is what rudy brings to the table yep. and frankly lss knew that when they chose to work with rudy and, and you know what rudy has made the easy money for flesh and blood and you're saying that rudy doesn't need uh flesh and blood as much as flesh and blood needs rudy that is way more true today than it was in the pandemic when it was free tendies for rudy like it makes zero sense uh to go against the grain of of rudy. i mean like i'm not saying that they need to make decisions that are in line with rudy frankly rudy's opinions on some things i agree with like, a lot of them that's yeah. not right like that's silly like doing it that way doesn't actually grow the game it just grows rudy's wallet there's a lot of times where that like, i'm very i feel like i'm critical thinking about what rudy is saying based on like rudy's <laughs> I'm hashtag doing my research. I'm not sure you fully understand what critical, think, critical thinking is, but I'm I'm here for it. I, you I tested it. him in professor mode. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So I don't know. I I just think like I don't want to get I don't want to get overly like giving advice. I think the I point think here true. the point here is to say like what is our thoughts on Rudy's video because we've had I've had a I've had so here's 50 my big messages, yep. the yep, 50 messages saying Louis, do you feel vindicated about Rudy so, getting banned? Not banned. Sorry, he didn't get banned. And like, mm -hmm. here's my response to what what's next for Rudy. Like, Rudy came out with a video today, a 31 minute video about the 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 environment of TCGs. He barely mentioned Flesh and Blood once. He made a joke about it at the end. This is what. The, what can topic? I say? My biggest thing is that he missed the joke because he should have said the Pinkertons were not sent to get him from them, yeah. and he didn't. He didn't get there. What, he didn't get what there. the, what the toxic positivity will do, and what threatening of banning or or in inappropriate messages from a, a CEO to a content creator and messages. and I want to these. <laughs> I want to know them now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what that will do to a content creator who doesn't need your game is the result will be that they just don't talk about it anymore. Like the result of this isn't that Rudy's going to start making positive videos. Right. The result right. will simply be, it, it won't even be like, like, frankly, I didn't even want to do this whole segment because I don't want to give it to the attention. Like I, I don't want to bring like the one Wait. of the reasons I, 
I, I mean, I don't like that was the conflict for me was like, do I really want to talk about the game to give it the attention? Like what will result is what we did on the podcast, which is we just don't talk about the game. And, yeah. And, and we don't want to talk about it because it's too negative for us. And like, and that's what I think will happen with Rudy. Not that he's going to get banned. He'll just simply let it kind of go off to the wayside and move on to yep. what actually gets him views, which is magic content. One piece. Like, what actually grows his channel. Yeah. One piece. 30 seconds. Of channel. So oh. anyway, I'm so, going to end with, I'm going to say one last thing, if that's right. Um, yeah. Wait, Josh has been trying to. No, 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 George, go, go, go. Okay. And like to the, like the mob, like you're not able to bull yourself into higher prices. Yeah. it doesn't matter how much you're mean to people how much like you hurt people how much like you would personally attack people and whine to companies about people the box prices are because of the market you gotta find buyers and sellers like it's a market true for every game shout out to wall street yeah i mean like it's a market like you know like if like if the box price is low it's because there's too much supply not enough demand this isn't like rocket surgery and like I, I don't know why people think yelling at a microphone is gonna like magically raise prices or lower them. It's not the way the world works. Yeah. If you no, want to raise it, your box prices, you print less boxes. Like Lorcana was like, my box price is too high. I know how to fix that. I'll print more boxes. This isn't actually that hard. Yeah. We we've seen this time and time again, especially with indie TCGs, but it's not just indie TCGs we see that with. And your your phrase, and you said it to me. Uh, on the phone, I'm glad you said it here. It's you can't bully your way into higher box yeah. prices, and that's just it. That's not just indie TCGs, that's not just fab, that's not just sorcery. That's the way that this TCG space seems to always shape out companies that have MSRP and map or whatever tool you want to put in place. It all seems that uh, us as fans, people like me in their basement, will just spend what we think the box is worth. And then we'll settle somewhere around there every single time. But I didn't get a chance when you guys were talking about this. I, I just want to focus on kind of the the the, the flow of communication. I, and I know we've had our conversation about the communication from LSS to you guys. I've had the conversation of communication from LSS to me as I was just kind of shunted into nothingness and just kind of pushed uh, pushed to the side we told you that would happen when you started the podcast with us. It happened. It happened before the podcast, as and at the time I was the second biggest channel that had ever like started from Flesh and Blood that wasn't around before Flesh and Blood. That's all I did. I was the second biggest channel at the time, and just being pushed aside was it, it pissed me off. So you guys were like, "We're sad." No, I was legitimately just pissed off. But something I've noticed, and this happened has happened time and time again now, is it feels like there's no adult in the room. It feels like there's there's these rash emotional decisions. It's this culture of this yes community that you guys brought up. And that, to me, conflicts with most of what Rudy does. Rudy's okay without this yes culture. He preaches kind of zig when others zag, do these things, question things, try things differently. He's always done that. And these two mindsets clashing here is something that I, I can't see yeah. a benefit from the side of LSS. I cannot see taking one of your oldest partners and saying, hey, you know, we don't like what you said. And then whatever happened next, any negativity that happened at a snap decision, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Get an adult in the room, say sleep on it, reach out, have a discourse about these things. It, it's just, I mean, it, he, it's insane. He it's, pulled the video within like six hours of posting. Like yeah, that's how fast they reacted without thinking through things. And and that's what I'm saying. And and in his message, he said the reaction was 
overtly negative. I think he mentioned like there was patrons that like canceled accounts or, or like yeah, LSS, it, LSS staff members quit his patron and like yeah. send a bunch of nasty yeah. in, in, in like in imagine like, another <laughs> company. Hold on, imagine another company, right? Imagine you're um, I don't know a another up up and coming company that has these massive content creators and you're just a staff member and you send a nasty email that's gonna get you fired so like from another company that would get you fired for ruining a relationship between two companies like rudy is a, right. a major company like it's wild it's absolutely so ludicrous it's absolutely it's, it's ludicrous insanity as far as i'm concerned and that's the takeaway as someone who the only one in this podcast that goes to the corporate rat race nine to five and hey, has to play I'm those games CEO back and forth yeah very impressive i have to play those back and forth games i couldn't i couldn't fathom the messaging that came out and it's just it's it's disturbing it's sad to me it makes me mad and it just makes me realize why in my opinion we haven't seen the growth in a direction that you and i preached for for the better part of two years and it just hasn't happened and this is just another indicator why well we even see like i don't know we even see like their most loyal content creators like now making like sorcery content. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just like, listen, like all these games, these games don't fight for box deals or money. They fight for eyeballs. Yep. No. Let's stop giving them eyeballs. Um, okay. Last by the way, say, by the way, I, in my opinion, in my opinion, I'm going to speculate. What is this what video ban you from? Hold on, hold wild on. speculation? What can I ban you from when you speculate? You can ban me from, uh, from premier card grading. The only, the only reason Rudy. I think Rudy didn't go scorched earth on this, because what else does Rudy have to to like lose? In my opinion, is the the premier card grading side of this. Yeah, he's got relationships and connections to another company now that is also very actively, and this is why it's so silly from LSS's side, right? Like they have these relationships that aren't just them and Rudy; it's also them and these other companies these other partners that matter to the community and like this is why that immaturity of of emailing and communication is just it's just silly so uh, i i wish I think, you would learn the freaking lesson w- with us they apparently think that it went well which is well, makes sense based on the cabal that they listen to so so but you're, here's what you're wrong word. what a great word word yeah. of the day Word you've been day. watching way too much Y files. You're done. Yeah, dude. No, that's fair. <laughs> way too much Twitter. Way too much Y files. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think that's why. I don't think that's no. why. Speculate, baby. Let's go. I, and and this is going to be the least popular opinion ever given uh, that I've ever given on this podcast. Oh, if you're about to say it, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. disagree with you. No, it's Rudy actually cares. Oh, dang. when he you're gonna say Rudy was soft. No, no. <laughs> and rudy to himself is out there you know i am a business i'm here to make money but when rudy is invested in these indie tcgs and feels ownership for helping some of this success for for cultivating this environment for for building up this base of consumer i i think he takes pride in that i think he cares That's about right. the work that he's done in these indie tcgs probably as much or even more than the work he's done in magic because of the size of the community. You look at an indie TCG 70 to 80% of that community is not only aware of Rudy, but has like a strong opinion or is there because of Rudy, yeah. right? So he's got an investment there and you see, and and maybe I'm reading behind the curtain too much here, but you see the look in his face. You see the demeanor when he has to, because he's going to be honest and talks about some of this stuff. And my hot take is it, this hurt him. He cares. This, this legitimately 
sucked best. through Rudy, and best. I feel bad for him, and he didn't deserve it. They gave him flu A, the worst one. Yeah. By the way, for the people at home, the right roll loud was the ludicrous song I was thinking of after Louis said ludicrous. All right. Anyway, this is probably the last oh, time you will hear us talk about Flesh and Blood. Lord Shout willing. out to all the people in the comment section that ask us to talk about it. Now you got yourself Win. a little update. Well, it's because it's booming, just not here. It's definitely not. Somewhere. So. No. All right. We don't actually care about all that. We just care whoa, about Rudy. Whoa. Rudy, we are team you. And. I still think I disagree with a lot of your opinions on things. Yeah, that's fine. I got love. I'm, oh, team, yeah. I'm team hustle, baby. I disagree with a lot of your opinion on things, Louis. But I'm I'm here to try to siphon some of those sweet short Frankly, viewers. I disagree with just about everything you say, but you know, you're I wouldn't have it any other way, buddy. Yeah. All right, if here you we agree go. with me. I'm wrong. Talking about things I disagree with. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to the real part of the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the real podcast, Magic viewers. Thanks for checking in again. Uh, Magic your- viewers care about Rudy. Yeah, that's right. They're probably like, why doesn't he just keep making magic videos? <laughs> like his That's other videos you, I'll be aren't honest. helping him at Magic all. players have the most perspective of things like this than anyone. It's crazy. When when his MetaZoo videos get about the same. Never mind. All right. Move on. Move on. Move on. When they get about the same as his fat videos. You know oh, wow. Well, hold on. Right, hold on. You, had, on. you said done. move on. And then I'm you done. Had I'm to... done. I, I, I just couldn't help with that jab. It's this... great because I don't know if any of this is true, but I'm just here for it. I'm just along for the ride tonight, boys. <laughs> Listen, I'm okay with it being true. Secret layer changes. Yeah, these are big. This was yeah. massive. I no. don't think so. But go ahead. This is why I disagree with you, Josh. Oh Josh, tell God. us why this was so massive. So this is massive because we live in a world where we have to have secret layer. Yeah. In a world where we don't have to have secret layer, this doesn't matter. But I'm so sick of everyone just screaming, well, this is just stupid secret layers. Ridiculous. They sell us 30 cents of cards for $40. Like, yeah, that secret layer exists. So in this conversation, knowing that Secret Lair not only exists, but is going to continue to exist, it being something that is actually chaseable, actually something that feels valuable. Now, they could still muck this Louis up. Louis had a mini stroke. That's fine. They could print 400,000 copies of every layer and it could go nowhere. That totally could happen. But if they do this right, it's going to be what it meant to be, what it originally was. When you get the notification on the Bird app and you'd be like, ooh, I want to go, go check it out. I don't know what it is. I got to go look. And people would buy it. You only had 10 hours and there was only a couple left. And that was exciting. That was a wait, good so what's place the change? for Secret Lair. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Boo-boos. wait. What's hold the change? On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Josh, that is the absolute most, like, hopeful statement I've ever heard from you on this podcast. Like, That's what Secret Lair was when I started looking into it. It was never that. It yes, was it, never like a, oh, my gosh, it's going to sell out. It was, like, oh, available. Yes, it was. In the beginning, it was. The first. No, yes, it, yes, it absolutely was. Uh, there were secret layers I tried to I, buy that were sold I, out. Ri- I printed on the first like three. I it, all right. I wasn't well, like imagining not being able to buy them. Did you read the article? Yes. No. Oh, <laughs> very so, much so. I did I learn. Oh, I'll, I'll say this for the next section. I learned something this week. I, this are you going to tell me the justification now? No. Now you trust Wizards here's, of the Coast at their here, word? Here's where I disagree with you hard. Is that they say that they are shifting Gosh, from a print soft. They did, That's the way I like it, baby. Secret Layer is officially shifting from a print-demand model to a limited print-run model for most of the product line. And then they say... Uh, so we can ship it to you fast. This means that some products may sell out before their end date. However, it also means that... Uh, sorry, while popular Secret Layers may sell out fast, we now have four years of sales to base our print-run numbers on. So they're not saying that they're printing less. 
They're no, just I, saying that now they know roughly how many secret layers no, will be. But now the market frame. get to do what it does gets to do what it does best. The good products sell out quickly and are purchased, and the bad ones sit there. So I I think that this is Wizard saying we we don't like that it sits on our website and that people that that results in people uh, negatively communicating online about always having the same thing and instead just ban those people so i was just i was off the rails i don't know why wild i don't know why they can't figure this out there's an easy way to solve that problem and in 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 change i think you're going to see roughly the same number of secret layers printed just a shorter window of what you can order them i don't think this whoa, changes whoa. like the secondary market so, value of so in so in your scenario they still way overprint secret layers I they, they overprint them. Everyone, I, everyone orders them. They never, they don't sell out. I don't and, think that they are overprinting secret layers. Who says that? Who says that they're overprinting secret layers? They're print to demand right now. So, like, arguably, it's a better, it's a less print. Arguably, you have a more accurate re- representation of the availability of the cards. What, what's in your opinion? What's the point of secret layer? What's for wizards to no, print okay. an excess amount of money and rip off the consumer and and circumnavigate? God, why no, you? No, you I have the class for you. We can <laughs> seize the means of production, Louis. You and I. It was you should you should you should take George's class. I think you'd have a friend. It was uh, Mark Rosewater's aunt's idea at Christmas to help his help him out. It was like, hey, you want to make a bunch of money? Screw the LGS. Let's print directly to, to the store. That's you don't want to go to Amazon some of your money? The, Here you go, secret layer. We talked about this. They have to exist. I knew you were going to go here. I prefaced it with they have to exist as they do now because they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I agree. It's not going to change. Is your attitude seems to be, oh my gosh, I can buy secret layers. Everything's collectible again. Whereas no. Reality is like... <laughs> reality is like <laughs> Oh, that's not at all what he said. That's, that's not at all what he said. I can't blame him. It's I talked for more than 30 seconds. It's <laughs> that's not at all what he it's said. A little bit what he was saying. No, that's <laughs> not even what his video was today that I watched. Also not close. And today it was a Lorcana video. Yeah. Yes, the goat. The only reason for the record, Josh, I rarely give you a good you know, the only reason I even knew about this was because I saw your video on it. <laughs> oh, so and we can expect your video what tomorrow? Yeah. No, this is my video tomorrow. Um. Oh my God, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, this is Thursday. Oh I God. God. I don't have to make the content. I have you to make the content for me on the <laughs> podcast. That's well, why we brought you on. Don't you remember? Well, everything's coming up. Millhouse. It's um, starting to feel not great. Uh. I, so wait, so like they change their single print to they're going set print run not print to demand yeah, and, so get yourself, and wait, limited it's good, doesn't it? Like what's wrong with so, that? So here's my hot take. Here's no, hot take. Here's what I think. You already gave us so many. This. Here's what I think will happen to this. You'll have some products that sell out and then the secondary market will go up on them and that, that will happen. But equal number of products you're gonna have that don't sell out, and then at the end of the month or at the end of the year or in six months or in two years, Clearance you'll have can... you'll have clearance super super oh, vintage yeah. secret layer I want you to know that's gonna be dope yeah i don't do any secret layers that sounds and awesome. it will be like 50 secret layers of which didn't sell out that have been sitting in, it's gonna be the same inventory issue that they had with so, brothers war and all this other stuff and they'll, just, 
they'll just dump it to the market and it'll kill the idea that these things work. And then they'll go back to this model that they did before. Because they've switched them out. I don't think. Snip, snap, snip, snap. You have any clue the the amount of uh, emotional toll two vasectomies have on a person? That's essentially what they're doing. Okay. So I have in, no clue in, what's going on your, right in now. In your worst case awesome scenario, story. in your this is, part, in your this is awful scenario that, that you the only up. part of your rant I understood was the office quote. I have figured out your method to content. You go on Magic Reddit quotes, and you just take whatever the loudest, angriest, most negative take in, in the room is, and then you years. scream it into a microphone. Uh, that's what I figured out. I think I, I got not, the formula down. Can I tell you what Magic what Reddit like, sounds like? Can I tell you what? Can I tell you what Magic Reddit sounds like? Yeah. These cards are too expensive. All cards should be thirty-five cents. It's a piece of paper. It's not Rudy, worth that. Rudy, are you there? That's what Magic Reddit sounds like. Also, I like boobs. That like that that is the summary of magic. No, credit. what do you mean? That's that's sorcery promo content. I'm pretty sure that's sorcery beta one and two oh, promo content. Uh, when I had a I had a friend a long time ago, and uh, I told yeah. him that, I, I can't like, imagine why not anymore. This. I, I was like one day I was like I was on Reddit the other day, and he was like Reddit, where, where the post like oh look at my butthole. He's like that's all Reddit is. He's like what's up world? Look at my butthole. That's what Reddit is. How do you, how do you have more subscribers than me? What is this? Because I made shorts. And were you wearing the shorts or were you showing your butthole? Uh, he was on Reddit. He um, pumps his, anyway. he pumps his content on Reddit. That's back to our back to our professional podcast. Kitchen table TCG OnlyFans when, dude, we've got, we've talked about that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I Never told mind. you it's where I play with expensive cardboard. Yeah, with no protection. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I think this is kind of a non. I think this is a non-issue. Why did you discuss it then? Because Josh wanted to pump it, and I wanted to tell him on air that I think he's wrong. I wanted to pump it. I wasn't. I picked no topics. I showed up late, and you gave me the rundown. Like, I'm really curious to hear the comment section. Will this make you buy? <laughs> no, you did it. You read the comment section, and you just regurgitated the take. You did it. I'm you did it, bud. Proud of I'm, you. I'm, I didn't even look at your comment. <laughs> I'm curious to your see video, if, but I did like this. <laughs> I'm curious to see if this makes people want to buy secret layers. I don't think it my was. favorite YouTube content creator retired this week. Mm. Oh, was it that that guy that was like, I'm, nope. I've done a, a video a week for 10 years? No, it was a Mario Maker content creator. Okay. Oh. Um, we don't pump other easy. content creators on this podcast, youtube.com slash hometown TCG. George. Oh, is this the pump section? Because you can go to my website right now and pre-order Spark of the Rebellion. Hold on. The Star Wars on I'm going to DOS your website, I think. The, the new TCG from Fantasy Flight. The new Star Wars TCG. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Double hey. R to 1K. Who's Is he getting yelled at by the... I hope so. Was that? I hope so. If Are we about to see Harvard Security escort a crazy-looking man talking about TCGs out of a very historic building? No. I think they're too busy escorting the president out. Was that them escorting? That was not a smart comment. That's great. I guess heard the last part, and I know nothing good from that comment. I did not say that comment. Are you in trouble? No. We thought they were. I I suggested they might be escorting you out because you look like you don't belong. Did you have to break into your room? Listen, listen, it's complicated. Wow. (laughs) I have an ID. Uh, I'm not willing to show it. I have all of the facts. You don't have any of the facts. I know, but I don't have to prove those facts. Deal with it. 
we used to in college we used to break into the uh the lecture hall and move all the chairs and play hockey at like three in the morning like play more hockey that. when it was too cold outside I it was so much fun i contemplate my immortality <sighs> all I didn't right break anything ever josh i'm sorry i feel like i was too negative on you i just i disagreed with your take i hope that you i understand. don't i just I, 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 I still believe you have the respect of your peers. I want I want you trait. to I want you and the rest of the redditors that just scream this negativity into the void God, to tell me what, my, where it comes from. Like where does it insult. go? You just say you see two feet, you see five feet in front of you, and that's it. It's because it's like so unnecessarily personal. You don't have the respect of your peers. Mm. Oh, I don't listen. If you guys are my peers, I'm cool. I was like, it's also okay. great. I'm like, I don't know what that means. It's hard. <laughs> Right. As long as real content creators like yeah. Rudy respect me, we got, a, we got a lot more time to get through. All right, double R to one K. I want to correct something here. I think people were mistaken last week about what this set is. Ravnica is like an airplane, <laughs> and this set is like the best parts of that airplane. No, all in one box. It's not just Ravnica. Like you, the set, it's not just the redone with different art it's not and the different airplanes. Yeah. It's the best parts from those airplanes. Also, yeah. George, nobody other than you was lost. Nobody, like literally, my you mom. Don't know, you don't know. You don't know mom, the viewers. You don't know all the viewers. If my mom watched the podcast, she could have figured out what Ravnica Remastered was. You don't know all the viewers. You don't know all the viewers. Oh, um, she told me to tell you to look at the camera more. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. She told me something else. She said, Hi. "Okay." If you're going to make mom jokes, make them good. Um, like Josh's mom. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> double R to 1K. Did you bring my sock back, like I asked? Speaking of things that are size double R, Josh's mom and double R to 1K. Um, all right, I don't know. That was, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so Ravnica Remastered, uh, we talked about last week. There's kind of like an update. Somebody in our Discord server, shout out to yeah. the Kitchen Table TCG Discord server. Um, that's going to be publicly available probably next week on the podcast. We'll share that link with everybody. We're going to open up the, the the Discord server to the public. So you're going to have like a private section for like the cool people though, like yeah. Alpha? So anybody who's Is heard... Alpha, oh my god, if you don't call it Kitchen Table TCG Alpha, you're dead to me. Yeah, anybody no, who is first edition. Current... Anybody edition. who's currently a patron, no, we don't like first edition. We like Alpha. We've moved on from first edition games. We're now on Alpha games. Um, Anybody who is currently a patron will get access to a special role and a special thing, and then it will open up the Discord server. I've never been a patron. Can I still have that role? You are Omega. Yeah. There's Alpha and there's Omega. I don't know. Apparently, you're half of God. That's that's how I view you. The bad half. Um, Anyway, so shout out to Django, Django, whatever it is. Um, he did the run, the print run numbers. Um, I used to play a game of like drunk Jenga when I was in grad school, and they had like different like challenges on the Jenga. Yeah, that you had to like every time you pushed it out, you would have to do the challenge that was on the Jenga. That was a lot of fun. That was way more fun than any game of magic has ever been. That's cool. Was it like 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 kiss the person you're playing against? So there was that kind of fun. There was a there was a you know a little romantical version, and there was a funny version. God, I can't imagine. Now, what if you just took them half and half and mixed the two and gave both people that were expecting the various experience? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, moving on. What's Uh, your favorite version of Jenga? I hate Jenga. I think that's a silly game. I like Jenga. I just need somebody to put it all back together for me. 
that follows. See, I'm I just, like that part more than I like that. We get to a point in this podcast where we talk about something you like. Like, Jenga, I can't wait for that. Jenga is just who can bump the table without the other person noticing. That's the entire. <laughs> it's like all games are just like how good can you cheat? <laughs> That's the whole thing. All right, so Jenga or Django. Uh, did a little math there, and based on the 32,000 serialized cards in double R, uh, the pull rate and 1%, three, 3.2 million collector packs. Yeah, honey. How cool do you feel every time you say double R? What are you saying? They're looking at about 3.2 million collector packs, which translates roughly to 267k collector booster boxes. Ravnica remastered, George. Please try to follow around. No, but like, we don't call, we don't call Dominary remastered the DR. No, but he feels really cool when he says double R. Also, it's what Django wrote in his post. Can, I was can you see? Can't credit. you see in his eyes? They light up every time he says the phrase double R. He's like, I'm cool. I'm trying to. Never mind. <laughs> Not appropriate. <laughs> now I want to know. I don't know. Never mind. All right. Tell me. Tell me later. No, like how big of breasticles would that be? A <laughs> double R. It's great because I had no idea where you were going, but that's not where I thought you were going. Like, that, that's like, not where I thought you were going no, either. Right, never mind. That's on us. We should have expected it. God, this podcast should not air. No way. <laughs> this is great. We this is all I wanted the podcast we to be. Have done this as talk a, about, you, we talk about magic flopping early 2024. We're all rise, baby. We we're not kicking off 2024 with a bang. Everything else would be great. All right, so 267,000 collector boxes, which is roughly oh. what... Oh, yeah. Boxes. Which is roughly what uh, Brothers War was, and we Brothers know the War. Brothers War print run Brothers uh, War. because they basically announced it. Someone did. Someone did the same math, I think, for Brothers um, War. Yeah, because yeah. they in an, an announcement they actually specified the exact pull rate. I think is what happened. I don't remember all the yeah. Time. So roughly the same in, uh, number as Brothers War, countries. which is a lot of boxes. Is that a lot uh, of boxes? You think? Uh, so first off, it is worldwide because you can pull this in yep. every single international. God, it's, it's like Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. I think that's a – listen, I think that's a lot in of – <laughs> Can we, sh- can we shout back onto the game that must not be named one more time? It's just doing better worldwide. You just don't understand. I'm big in Japan. I'm trying to think of what distro cost is. I'm also big in Japan, but I'm big in America, so – in the hotel that's roughly 64 million dollars worth of distro cost that's a pitbull that's a pitbull song right that's a lot listen all right let's get back to the topic that's a lot of money like that's a huge amount of money you're a shareholder you could be thankful for that yeah i'm just saying like there's no (laughs) there's no hope for this set there's no hope this is not short (laughs) i don't think that's true because like it's the best parts of ravnica the whole plane (laughs) You you've given him a line somewhere during your conversation this week. You gave him a line, and he's bound and determined to repeat that line. Um, I learned that this week when Louis was mocking me. I learned something, and I I'm a big personal growth kind of guy. Yeah, you just took that criticism. You you improved yourself rather than getting mad and banning me from our friendship. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. I, oh, it's not, George. I've tried. I've literally Listen, sent him email yeah. after email after email. It's ridiculous. I don't respect you, but I do respect your peers. <laughs> the amount you should free, read a book. The amount of free time that opens up in my life if our friendship gets banned is wild. Like, wild. Uh, it's wild. I think the amount of time of you though. yelling into the void. Probably. Imagine if we had somebody else on the podcast down there that actually knew what the set was. We could actually have a dialogue. That's too many people. This is perfect. Balance is great. Josh, what do you think about that print run number? <laughs> why, do you, why 
you do well which one do you want me to say so you can scream at me no, that you I'm disagree serious. i'll I'm take serious. either i'll take either line boo boo i don't I, mind i told you i think it's too high I I think this set is going to do poorly. I think remastered sets are sitting they're sitting wrong with us right now. We do not like them and the price of remastered sets is something that we 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 accepted and then we were hurt by it and I think that's going to show more than ever here. You couple that with the fact that listen there's outside of the serialized cards what's the big value in the box? What's the big hitter? Cyclonic Rift? Like there's not really anything in there. Where this set shines is limited play. We've talked about that till the end of the earth. I think it's going to do great there. But if you're looking for yeah. value, man, I don't know. There. There's going to be have to. There's going to be have to have to be some trickery pulled somewhere. Some boxes are going to have to go somewhere for this to hold any real value as a sealed product. Into the dump. Now hold on. What if Marvel? What if it ends up in the dump and there's only you know 125,000 boxes out so- there? I, this is the the hottest one I think for potential for um, Black Friday sales this year. Like this is the I type of them. The, huh? I think they're done with them. So then this goes into like a secret layer type thing where they put it in a in a product like that. But I don't know. I I just don't see. I mean, that's if you if you equate that out to six thousand LGSs, and I know they move boxes on Amazon. I know they move boxes on other things. Uh, but it's like forty five boxes per LGS. Yep. Wow, is that all? Yeah. Listen, most LGSs aren't selling more than a couple of these boxes, no. George. I 45 boxes is a, is a big order for the, I would assume, for the average LGS. Uh, we talk about the big players a lot. Most of these LGSs are not ordering 45 boxes. No. Mo- and certainly most won't sell it. Like the consumer no. is, I mean, on TCG player right now, we're moving, we're moving one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't need Josh's fancy tools to do no. numbers. We're no, moving- listen, all that computing power is going to waste with Ravnica Remastered. I got a Google Cloud server set up and it's all going to waste. It's Did you- six boxes a day. Uh, if that continues, we're looking at 44,000 days before this print run sells through. <laughs> I thought it was bright lights. <laughs> It was that bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. Um, you could plant pitbull for her. <laughs> oh, she's she's watching. She's watching one, Smurf. Two, three, four. Smurf would be a great IP for a TCG. Two, three, four. Uh, what was I thinking the other day? Smurf would be a great IP for a TCG. It would, it would not. But you don't think so? Uh, anyway, I think that the print run of what? this is going to be end up being way too high. Um, I disagree. Like Rudy again. We'll we'll. We'll hype up Rudy at the beginning of the podcast, but when we get into the real stuff, him pumping that this is short printed makes no sense to me. Uh, hard well, disagree with you on that. I'm, one, I'm just, I'm impressed by his courage of doing that, of speculating on a print run. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, that's really just what I'm impressed by. I'm not impressed. I was angry and I tried to ban him. It didn't um, work, but I tried. Is what he's saying it's going to be short printed? Yeah, he's saying that this is going to be the first one that they're fixing. And now, remember, it is like, you made a good point. It is yeah. these serialized cards are pullable in any collector booster. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that's pull any enough. language. So that's two hundred sixty-seven thousand collector booster pa- or three point two million collector booster packs of of any language. So when we say two hundred sixty-seven thousand booster boxes, we don't mean two hundred sixty-seven thousand. Um, I thought collector boxes booster. were only in the land of freedom language. No, 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 no. they're not. Really? Um, I, really, I don't believe so. Really, my the point though is that Brothers War, are the four, Brothers of War is at one hundred and forty dollars a box, and roughly we think it's the same print. Right? What are the language are collector boxes in? No, I don't know that. No, uh, Brothers I that War. The- I do believe Brothers War was only pullable in the English booster boxes. 
the, the serialized cart buddy come on louis know your facts i think they were uh, you can think that i i i um, don't think that's true but because i'm pretty sure they've only put serialized cards and things that are pullable internationally i i don't think the first one it was i'm i, I think that was it that was a shift that changed but if english french and japanese if her brothers were no i don't know that okay just in general nope if it is You're i mean welcome. just if if that's the case, that means that was that there was that many English booster packs printed, not counting for the international market. So that would be a, a shift. That would technically be a shift. That would be a shift. There, and, uh, and it would I be got a four meme. Ford on the link on the brothers Ford. <laughs> so they took it down. They don't want to know. They're, they're, they don't want to speculate on their print runs. Speculate, dude. Speculate. Let's do it. You just got huge in magic. Let's get banned. Is there a is there like a collector bundle thing for this? Like a holiday bundle thing for this? I don't know. I know there's there's the there's the the two products the draft booster and the collector booster which is kind and that's listen this does feel kind of cool to have a magic the gathering set have just two products that's that's something that I do enjoy about the remastered sets I like that oh there's no play booster no no No. this is the last come out this is the last draft booster box (sighs) ever and it's gonna flop (laughs) I want the play booster it's That's not going to go out with a bang. It's going to go out with a whimper. Have we done the? Oh, they also dumped the George. They also dumped the draft box on Amazon at like ninety eight dollars a box, which is like forty dollars lower than our cost. Dude, that's like way less than our cost. It wasn't ninety. I thought it was like one twenty. I thought it was. I thought it was. I don't remember exactly what. I think I'm it was that booster box. I've right. been known to exaggerate things. It no, was yeah, very, very cheap. I know it's it's up. really difficult when you come after me for other. Oh, are you sure they're not available? And then you're like, well, oh, sixty bucks difference. Let's do it. And yeah, I exaggerated that number on purpose. So it's funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we're the same person. But anyway, um, please God, no. <laughs> I don't. I I still think this is going to be a rough set. Uh, I'm excited. Oh, we're I, drafting. I, think, I don't think. Yeah. This Friday, shout out to my store. Uh, we're drafting uh, a Ravnica block. Return to Ravnica blocks. We're doing Return to Ravnica, Gate Crash, and Dragon's Maze. The whole plane. Yeah. Good job, George. Not the not the whole plane though. Look, listen, George learned set. something on the podcast. That makes one person. Louis, we had a discussion about this when you brought this up. I said, "Oh my God, that's the way drafts used to be done." Yeah. When there was block printing and the whole block had been printed and you showed up at your game store to draft, you got a pack from each set in the block. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was amazing. It was awesome. Chaos All right. Draft. George, uh, take us into your one piece. I'm not going to know what the topic is because this is your hidden topic. I gave, gave my kids some food. So keep going. Good job feeding your kid. All right. So- now, not only do we make his only successful long form content, but he doesn't even have the bottom on it sit here while we do it. All right, Josh, there was some controversy this week in the one piece world is the controversy that nobody watching this podcast is subscribed to youtube.com slash hometown TCG right now. No, it's actually, they're not members of it. Five bucks a month, extra content discounts on box openings. What, what, oh, okay. What, yeah. what, uh, you get, you get discounts on box openings that make up for the cost of the membership. Oh, you get more than the cost of your membership and a discount buddy. And it's all shipped to your door. The wow. entire box. Wow. That's convenient. That's yeah. convenient. Yeah. We do the thing. So there was like the, one of the best, well, that worked out really well. One of the, one of that worked out really well. What I'm talking about the controversy in the one piece world and nothing and else. You got back just in time for controversy. What is Welcome. that? I'm in. So one of the best, maybe the best, um, one piece card is this Luffy that's out of 700. Okay. 
there's a few black labels out. Are we sure that it's out of 700 or is that speculation? It's serialized. So unless okay. there's tomfoolery. <laughs> so, so Louis, do, do the thing where you don't think it's out of 700 now, where they printed <laughs> how many extra? Um, somebody sold one, allegedly, possibly, for two Bitcoiners. Wow. About 90 grand. And then everybody, a lot of people, not everybody, a lot of people said that is a fake sale because it's from one whale to another whale and they both already have black labels and they're trying to artificially pump up the price of the black label Luffy. Artificially pumping, baby. This is the card. I pulled it up on it looks the screen. Great. I can see it on my screen. You can't, but they can. And I believe a raw is between five and six thousand dollars. And this is a black label 10? Yeah. Wow. And they said that should go for at most 25, according to this dude's math. I have no clue. So I guess, like, hey, like, like let me ask you this. Like, Josh, this is a good one for you. Why am I always the target of all these? It's so terrifying. Because, Josh, this is how podcasts work. We just we just ask each other questions. We're all emotion. What do you think about this card? Like, 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 not the black label. Let's leave that aside. But, like, a, a very like, a rare-ish card. For a one piece game, like what do you think? Like what would you would you could you be a buyer? I just posted the picture of the card, Josh. It is. Let me give you some context of the card. It is. uh, It is a championship serialized promo. Okay. Um, And it is. I believe it's only in the early early stores you could get it, right? Well, it's twenty twenty three. So yeah, I mean that's still pretty early for the game. I got it, and I. The thought running through my head during your rundown of this topic was: it's a real indie TCG. It's doing the indie TCG thing, and I have gained a, let's call it healthy respect for the indie TCG market, and I I would avoid this like the plague, but that's based on past experience and personal hurt. So... That's God, that this episode, I should have just a depressing said, podcast. A depressing just, podcast. I should have just not done therapy for a year. I would have saved a lot of money. Uh, we should have just done this episode and then send it to a therapist and they could be like, hey, this is what you need to do. A, stop talking to these two guys who are obviously as depressed as you. B, <laughs> so uh, r- real talk, I, I think there's probably some of we see TCGs. We see an iconic card in a TCG that's doing extremely well. And we price in some of that nostalgic pull, those years of success. And I I can't imagine, even given the non-speculative black market trading to insider whales holding up the market or whatever. He traded for an ivory tusk. That's the part I didn't mention. Wait, wait, wait. No, nothing. No, it, he traded it's, for two bitcoins. Yeah, it was. Josh, it was a black market trade. Like it was on, like he was selling. Oh, like, yeah, yeah I've, I've been known to speak in hyperbole, George. I think this card's still probably a bit overpriced. That's my at, at, at ninety grand. You think it's a bit overpriced? No, no you didn't listen. I saw no at the non-speculative insider trading price. The part he said worth the cards actually going for, and then what the expert math speculated it going for. I think it's overpriced and a bit overpriced. I think it's way overpriced. Personally, I'm not a One Piece fan. All right. So, so let's talk about so like you, how... Wait, can I have a response? Go ahead, Boo Boo. He so, didn't ask you. That's not how podcasts work. <laughs> true. That's true. Oh, got him. So I think... Uh, so we, we often compare this stuff to like Magic the Gathering, right? Like 
if the game's around in 30 years, so imagine how much it will be worth, right? That's the That's what I was saying, yeah. side of India TCGs. Um, I think that the people who pay, let's call it ten, twenty thousand dollars for a card in any indie TCG, um, are not the people who think, "Hey, this is going to be worth money in thirty years." I don't think that's the person who pays the money for that card. I personally think people who pay ten, twenty thousand dollars for a card think, "Hey, I can sell this in two years or a year and a half for double my money because somebody else will think it'll be worth more in thirty years." Like, I think that is the attitude of a speculative indie TCG buyer who has that kind of capital. They see an opportunity to, um, to that the card will increase before the game will kind of deteriorate. The biggest problem that a card like this has, in my opinion, is that they will reprint a more rare version of a similar card at right. some point, which so, takes up the market share right. and takes the attitude away from these cards. So let's talk about that for a minute, because I think that's the most, I think that to me is the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. I, I want to argue to you two things about One Piece so far. I think they could print a rarer version of this, but I still think this one could be more desirable based on its place in history. Sure. So I think this could always be the card I, I agree. for One Piece. I think it will always be the card for yeah, One but, Piece, but the market share of One Piece, the the all-around market value for One Piece will still get absorbed by other cards that come out. There is no limit because One Piece is killing it. Then that goes to my second point. Okay, but in reality, there is still there's actually a limit. Unless yeah, Bitcoin called keeps, infinity, like well, possibly beyond. Continue, George, and then I have a, a Bitcoin forty five grand ish. Um, if that's what you're looking up. No, uh, well, point, my point was that like somebody who's looking to take profit on their Bitcoin, right, but doesn't want to have a like doesn't want to take it out for currency. They don't really understand how they don't really understand how taxes are supposed to work, but you know who does, right? Uh, somebody who's looking to circumnavigate the fiat currency entering their bank account could take this and then trade this for vintage Pokemon or something like that. That they nobody's actually... buying vintage Pokemon. That part was a total fabrication. Yeah, this guy is. Congrats, did, you're the did one. Did I tell you about my goal for 2024? Is it to have the Pokemon market not die? <laughs> no, it's 24 to, pounds. To no, to to get uh the Wizard of the Coast era all the way to the legendary collection. So, cool. Anyway. Um. Bandai seems to be printing these boxes in a way that they seem to really be retaining value, but also still reprint them. So what I mean by this is like OP1 has the rumored reprint coming out. You're the only person who thinks that. That's not true. It is. You think you think OP1 doesn't get reprinted? Yep, 100%. Ever again? Nope. I, do I, 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 I don't know if I can put my, my, my hand in the, nope. in, the, in the Bandai ring quite yet. Like you, you don't even have access to One Piece at Distro. So, like me having conversations with my reps seems like a better feel on yeah, you. Because the reps never lie. Every Pokemon product is one print run and print to demand. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so is every Watsi product. My rep, <laughs> all every NDTCG like is, is doing amazingly. My rep told me so. They need to reprint boxes that are new first. Well, they're reprinting like, OP five now. Hopefully coming out like in two weeks they basically said yeah. this yeah i know but like so why'd you say hopefully well the problem the point is like they what need if to the do book that. crashes the point is they need to do that before they do other stuff there's a structure what if, deck what if those pirates i read about get to it first 
So this is what the One canal, Piece. Now it's going to turn sideways. You're never going to get it. This is one of the good things about One Piece, in my opinion, is that the structure decks have a lot of cards that are seeing actual competitive play. Their structure decks aren't just a bunch of BS cards that are commons, uncommons in the booster packs. Their structure decks have a lot of value. So to to a, a lot of the most needed reprint cards are in structure decks. So they don't have to reprint OP1. They can reprint the OP1 structure decks, which is actually rumored to be happening um they can reprint the op1 structure decks because it allows them to put more cards into circulation without reprinting the chase cards which is what drives the prices of the booster boxes additionally what they've already done and what they will probably continue to do is put those cards that need a reprint um into the op packs for stores and that you can win them in tournaments so then the people who are actually playing tournaments also are able to get their singles cards it's like they've found a really good system that works outside of just reprinting the boxes well it's got it's it also depends on how those cards are given out at those events if you have to get there and win them like that's not like the people who need the uh, cards yeah, are no. likely not winning those events. So the way they do it, uh, they have um, participation packs, uh, which everybody okay. is supposed to get one. I, I think that's the idea. For us, we only have we only have eight people showing up, so everybody gets one. Um, but then there's a winner pack, and then there's judge packs too. So they they kind of sp- you know space that out through a, sure. a whole plethora of ways. Um, Listen, the argument isn't one piece isn't doing things right right now, and if if everything you say holds to be true then I think you're going to end up being right. I still, even if everything you say holds to be true, back to the original discussion about the price of this card, I think it's still overpriced. There's still right. a lot of that TCG success. This is what a card is worth. The most iconic card in One Piece should not be worth what the most iconic card in Magic the Gathering is worth. I agree. They should not be, they should not be comparable. Right? And $25,000 for a graded version or whatever should not be comparable to a a raw lotus but okay but again like we always have this conversation for within dtcgs there are a lot more raw lotuses unlimited let's let's go with a ten thousand dollar valuation we'll go with an unlimited lotus because it's easier sure. we know the value yeah. i don't know the value of a beta lotus off the top of my head yeah me i'm guessing forty thousand, but i i don't know off the top of my head um a, a raw Unlimited Lotus and LP conditions probably ten to twelve thousand. Sure. There's a lot more raw unlimited lotuses, a lot more than a one of seven hundred one piece card. And There's that, also a lot more people interested in owning a raw unlimited lotus. Yeah, but it's than, all it's all per, perspective based. It's like there sure. are so to say a one piece card shouldn't be worth ten thousand dollars because an unlimited lotus is worth ten thousand dollars doesn't take in point the amount of cards that are available. It only takes in point price, and you have to take in point both of those things. You have to take the amount of cards that are available and the number of people who want the card. And we've talked about this with, especially with high end indie TCG cards. You got to be able to sell it at that price. You got to have someone who wants to buy it. I think the reason I agree with you that a card is worth that is overvalued, I disagree with you with the reasoning of which it's overvalued. The card is not overvalued because it's compared to a lotus the card is overvalued because it's easy for somebody to speculate and cause the card to go higher in value and this is the argument that this guy is making and this is what happens in ndtcg world somebody comes along and sees one piece is pumping and they have 150 grand at their disposal because they are a wealthy individual they can buy a hundred or ten thousand dollar card a twenty thousand dollar card and 
cause that price and then see it on the back end to try to sell it for 30 grand because it doesn't cost them anything. Their, their risk tolerance is incredibly high compared to the average consumer. So them risking a $20,000 thing isn't that big of a deal because that's their fun money. It's like what they do. We talked about this with every other MDTCG on this podcast, but you disagree, George. So this time it's different. I hate you so much. <laughs> this game will be here to last. It will overtake magic. And this card, these cards deserve the four and five figure price rates. Wow. Don't at me. Hot takes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I think it's all speculative. Um, I would Louis, obviously do you have a comment like, you'd like to make about the person that is currently spending that much money on a one piece card. No, <laughs> wait, what, do you really? Now I want to know what it is. No, he's trying you're to, not, the, yeah, he's, he's, he's not trying to do George. the George thing where you called somebody an idiot for spending money on cards. And you weren't wrong. <laughs> I was not wrong. The guy got wrapped. It's got you weren't wrong. Listen, you're wrong a lot. For no you were wrong on that it. one. That doesn't excuse all the other wrongs. No, no, but it is a funny one. Okay, uh, let's move on. I'm still hungry. She's still hungry. Go feed your kid. <laughs> Four players for sure. She's, she, don't, don't start with the food thing. Feeding a four-year-old is the most frustrating thing in the universe. Why? All you do is try to get them to eat, and then all of a sudden, they're like, no, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. I'm not, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. And then like 30 minutes later, like, I am starving. I'm so hungry. Give me They're food. growing. Like, that is, why that cannot be the most eat, frustrating thing. Why wouldn't you just eat the healthy chicken nugget that I prepare for you the in the oven? I even I even put them in the oven and said the microwave. Wait, I know the problem. Of... Was it a dino shape or no? Of course it was. Okay, good. Never mind. That's not the problem. W, 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 dad. W, dad. Are, are, are there other shaped chicken no, nuggets? No, w, dad. Shape. There's w, dad. dino shape and terrorist shape. That's it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh my god terrorist shaped chicken nuggets is a great name for the podcast it, 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 it's a great name for a band <gasps> can we talk about the band for a minute louie i heard you're going to a concert soon i am I, i'm going to the blink 22 concert oh but can you pay okay, for okay, hold on wait, hold you on, hold on. Did that, didn't you this is a great time yeah, to talk yeah. about this is i'm going to blink 22 in columbus this is a great time to talk about my shorts and share with you guys the craziness oh go to so, kane's chicken when you're in columbus i went I went to the Bruins game in Columbus. George, we didn't even get to talk about this on the phone. Mm. I went to the Bruins game in Columbus, right? The Bruins won four to one because they're amazing. You know, they played the Blue Jackets, which are, have a 40% win percentage. But I'm going to get you good. water, George, for Christmas. So I went to the Bruins game. Ready? I get in the car to go home and I get a message on my uh, to the Game, game Grove Instagram account that says, hey, this is a long shot, but were you just at the Bruins game in Columbus? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was. And the the person goes, I saw you on the net, the any the New England Sports Network feed, and I recognized you from your shorts. God, you're a celebrity. And I was like, holy crap! And they started watching the channel because of the YouTube shorts two weeks ago, and they recognized me from a ten second or you're five a celebrity. This is uh, a real celebrity moment, but. I'm just saying the shorts are the shorts are killing it, man. The shorts are killing it. Is that was that the point of that story? Yeah. yeah. So tell me about your Blink One Eighty Two tickets. I'm going to see Blink One Eighty Two. And what do you pay for tickets? I, how much do you think I pay for tickets? I know what George you pay. George goes. George goes. Were they two hundred uh, two tickets? Me and my wife. Were they two hundred? A hundred at first. You already. I, I'm so confused by this. All right. So Josh, what do you think? Two tickets to Blink One Eighty Two, a in band Columbus. that's as old as me. Wait. 
Louis, do you not remember? We both have gone to Blink-182 at this point. We talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, George, I'm aware of what the tickets cost. I got a box at Blink 182. Why did you get a box, Louis? What? How much did you pay for your box? Well, that I'm not willing to discuss. It oh, was come cheap. on. Well, it was cheaper than tickets. How much? Okay, hold on. This is Taylor Swift moment. How much <laughs> do you think? Shout out to Tay Tay. And the Blink 182. I paid $800 for tickets. Oh, my. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Thank you. That was my reaction. Get more friends and get a box. That is the way to go. 100%. I don't want to go with friends. I just want to go with my wife. Oh, we, then we can make out in the car. Like that's the point. Like that's the goal here. You know, you could just do that at your house. I know. I'm just joking. She, you could do that at the box. There's something the about going to a, a lot concert. Of room. I don't know. There's something about going to a punk rock concert that makes me just want to make out with my my wife in the car. You, buddy, <laughs> that's like, the, that's like buddy. the sweetest thing that has ever been said on this podcast. Yeah, that yeah. is like by a mile the sweetest thing that's ever been said on this podcast anyway, also, John, are you a bit lonely based on your comments this podcast yeah of course my wife's been working the last two days i'm sorry man and single dad in it uh, when you oh as, my when you're at magic con chicago we'll cuddle it'll be fine no thank you nope, um, too bad. okay <laughs> no, gosh, you. how much do you think that taylor swift boxes cost all of it no like actual <laughs> guess oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> take a wild stab a box i think it was st louis or something like that it was one yeah, but one piece card was, was 25 Florida. grand was the one piece card 25 grand was that yeah, the yeah. speculation uh-huh. i had thirty two thousand dollars. it is twice the price of a one piece card <laughs> it is fifty eight thousand dollars for a box seat and that Florida. adorable little lady next to you is worth it get her the yeah. box at the tay tay concert louis well now i gotta know like josh would you pay for the box it was not. I think it was like two hundred and seventy-five a person. How, How many people, people were in the box? Uh, it was I think sixteen of us. Oh my way. gosh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it was, that's like forty four grand. Yeah, and it was all you can eat and all you can drink. It was great. So wait, was it like did you all go in on it together, or was it like yeah. an event thing? It, we all went in on it together. One person bought it, and then everyone just paid their share. That's fun. It was, it, dude. It what was, was and it? again, all you can eat, all you can drink. It was great. Now, why was it all you can eat and drink? I thought you said, like, I thought you said, got the box for a certain price. No, that was the deal. You got, you got the box, and it was yeah, a full stocked bar. And I, like, I, I, you do, you do those different uh, buffets differently than me. You, like, you got to double your your value in food. When right. No, it's right. all about the beer. You're at a concert. It's a, it's the beer. Yeah, but you can't double your value in beer at a at a. 500 dude that's a that's like that's like 30 drinks you're gonna have 30 beers no 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 i didn't have 30 beers but i i did a good job you'll be ballooning out of the out of the box i did a i did a really good job it got to the point where we were in the united center and debating could i jump from the box and grab onto the rafters i probably could could you i probably could when that's oh, how you check. when george uh, and i have to come on this podcast and be like well guys it's been just like just like mitch josh Welcome no back, mitch. Josh, we no just have mitch's skeleton over here mitch didn't die what mitch didn't die it side note i want to when i do pass i want to donate my skeleton to a classroom because of my size because i think that would be hilarious do it to george's harvard class that would be just this massive would skeleton we have it there Okay, it could be president. Okay, moving um, on. So, uh, <laughs> so, what is your favorite? What is your favorite Blink One Eighty Two song? Carousel. Really? I know that one. Wow. Yeah, I'm old school, dude. Blink One Eighty Two. I can't believe I cannot believe. I go through phases. You don't go. My, my favorite song switches. 
this is like the most meta thing that you'll ever hear. Blink Way Two got me through high school. I like I was like not friends with a lot of people. Blink Way Two is good for me. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Blink One Two. Blink One Two is great. Great concert choice. Second time too. They great live show. Awesome. Amazing live show. Believer in aliens. So I mean, like completely sane. Okay, here we go. They made it big in 1999. You know, you know what else is a really good live show? Even if you're not for their music, Green Day puts on an incredible live show. I've heard that. Really good. Oh, wait. Really well really? done. I was born in 92. So yeah, I'm a little bit too young for Blink-182. But so what happened? They were super popular in 2003 because of their self-titled album. And that was like prime, you know, like don't, middle school for me. Don't just. No, you're allowed to be a fan regardless of how old you are, dude. Thank That's you. ridiculous. He's attacking you. And this is ridiculous. No, you like the music you like, bud. Thank you. Blink oh, yeah, is great band. Uh, you guys know before this podcast, I had a podcast called Between Two Headphones. That was me and a friend talked about music. Shoot your shot, it, was, it was awful. Can you please was, post in the comment section? I'm, I'm sure if you Google it, it's like around. You know, what, you know what you need to do? You need to shoot your shot till you find a niche enough community and go from there. Yeah. Welcome to Kitchen Table that, that's, that's how I landed. Okay. Can we? This has been like a 30 minute dialogue, not about trading card games. So can we well, start this sorcery, be with you? Can we start the sorcery? We just segment? speculate on the price of a one piece card. We're all cooling down a little bit, bud. <laughs> all right. So I played four player sorcery this week. <laughs> uh, and it was a blast. I'm going to get a little image up on the screen for you. Uh, George, your favorite guy played with me. Donald. My friend. My friend. Donald. Look, that's Donald. My friend. George I has a nickname for Donald. When did, when, did the, when did the meta change? You guys uh, are friends when, now? I, when, we, when me and Donald talked on the phone and realized that Louis has been lying to both of us about our hatred of each other. <laughs> that's true. 100% true. <laughs> Donald is my friend. Shout uh, out to Donald. You so, not only were you not kind to people around you, but you actually pitted them against each other. I just I get bored, man. Like I get bored. Sometimes it's, it's boring. Great, Cause like I always assumed that's what Lee was doing. <laughs> I don't think Donald did. I, I think I think what actually happened Donald. is that Donald was like, "Hey, I disagree with George's take <laughs> on the podcast." And I think I was talking to George. And I was like, "Hey, Donald hated your take on the podcast." I think you said Donald thinks you're an idiot. I believe and, was the exact phrase. And then, and then George was like, he said something very mean about Donald. And then I went to Donald. I was like, "You should have heard what George told me." Today. <laughs> I, just, like, I was bored one day. I wanted you. I wanted. So you had a rough time me. in high school, so you I just listened. decided let's never leave. Let's just was, let's just keep told, doing this. I was told I didn't have the respect of my peers, so I was trying to like get the the peers to battle Who each other. Are your peers? Who else? Who right. are your peers? Anyway, so uh, so we played four players. Right. So somebody posted on the Discord. Shout out to somebody. I don't know who actually did it. Um, You're doing great. A really cool grid to use for four player sorcery, which is like I'm putting on the screen for everybody else. Oh, this is like um, this is like actual IP. Someone's intellectual property that worked on this, and we don't know who to give credit to. Uh, no, banned from sorcery. four player sorcery. They posted it on a Facebook group. So if they want, banned from four player IP, sorcery. Well, that's going to be what we're going to talk about anyway. Um, so we played four-player sorcery. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so we did our regular event, and then afterwards we played a four-player game. It took like an hour and a half. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to pull up some other images. Uh, it got a little bit wild. I love that uh, you do this when we can't see the pictures. You can. It's in the Discord server. Screw you. Um, it was uh, It was a little bit wild. Somebody played a... Uh, a it's the card uh, Magellan Globe, which links all the all the corners or all the edges of the map so you can go from north all the way to south uh and it just got completely wild like it was like they played that on turn two so it like opened up the board like crazy so it like the card essentially simulates the the, the round earth theory yeah yeah so yeah a theory exactly um so, 
Look how George got legitimately offended. <laughs> like, do these bozos believe that? Like, no, uh, I, we do not believe the, that theory. We do not believe in the router theory. There's a lot of theories we're kind of on board with, but uh, not that one. Um, so it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. It's a, definitely a great way to do it. So the way, um, if you go back to, I'll go back to the original one. If you're curious on doing it, uh, that's the grid. And then you have the starting points, have like a little bit of zone behind you that you can build into. It's a lot of fun. So here's what I want to talk about, though, because I think this is the actual dialogue that I think we should have. Everyone always talks about magic commander is like the thing to be right. Like if you're a TCG, what you want to accomplish is what magic has accomplished with commander. Um, is it the responsibility of team sorcery, Eric's Curiosa, the company to create a four player variant with official rules and that kind of thing? Or is it the responsibility of the community if they want that to create it to, for success? Because Magic the Gathering didn't create commander, right? That was a, a, a format created by magic judges elder dragon highlander then commander and then magic basically was like hey thanks for the freebie and it's become the most popular Yoink. format of magic easily the most money grab of magic history it's yeah people who disagree with it being the most popular format are probably not that plugged into the community okay. so so you have to carry the sorcery section big guy yeah this is all no. on you now no so, you don't have to if you don't want to so so is it the responsibility of the oh my gosh she's gonna knock over all the cards back there i was waiting for it so I was, much i want you did to that yesterday that. um is it the responsibility of the game company or is should they just back off and be like community you got this go so Discuss. i'll give you two answers i'll give you the answer that is probably should be true and the answer that is the way it is today the answer that should be true is no part of the joy part of the magic with commander good word. is good, good use of word the the roots it was created in. it's it's the early players the early adopters the the kind of mystique that it grew up on and it had this foundation to grow and it might not be that anymore with it being adopted by wizards of the coast and evil company all that but it is what it is because of those early days because it was created by the community created by people who naturally just loved to play magic this way but unfortunately it's not the world we live in we live in 2023 and 2024 wow oh god oh my god it's 2024 and the reality is if you're going to make a tcg and you're going to compete in this space you have to have a four-player variant because you have to speak to somebody who knows what commander is you have to so uh, my understanding of Commander is that it's not – the power of it is not in the four-player aspect. It's in the swinginess and in the um, the politics of it. Is that fair? Yeah, I have a I, I have a Louis-style conspiracy theory on that one. But Oh, I'm in. What is it? Wait. My conspiracy theory on the Commander, it's not about the politics. It's not about the swinginess. It's about the, not about the social aspect. It's about sweaty TCG nerds that get together and want to be able to be sweaty TCG nerds but have an excuse to lose. And be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm having fun. Like, I'm the- George, could you restate Josh's point to me so I can see nope. if you're paying attention? Not well. Not well. <laughs> so his he had two points. One, the way it is – the way it is is if you're going to compete no, with Commander, sure. I'm, I'm resetting the points like therapy. The way exactly, it, yep, sure. yep, it works. Merrick therapy works well. The way it should be is that it is a that it is not magic responsibility. The way that it is is realistically we're in 2023. Actually, now we're in 2024. Oh my God, 
verbatim. That I did say. I said yep. 2023. Verbatim. Yeah. That it is their list. responsibility because everybody has to compete against Commander. Good job. You have to draw, you have to draw eyeballs from there. Yeah. I guess perfectly restated it. Got All right. It. Good job, George. What, uh, do you agree with that or disagree, George? I'm trying to understand the draw of Commander because I think that determines a lot of this. Okay. So Commander is popular because it allows you to not play a format that has rules. You can take any I can card do that with any game. The average Magic the Gathering player that's called Jenga gets a box of magic cards from their friend from 30 years ago, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, and tries to start playing and shows up and can play with whatever now because that's the, the popular format. That's why I think Commander's been such a widespread popularity. Is it it, you can start playing whenever and you can just go into it and it there's not all these rules of knowing what's in the format legal and, and i all thought that like the whole shtick was like it's a politics game not a magic game it's a social experience it's, yeah it's casual like that's definitely part of it too so but, like to me like then i don't think i don't think the draw commander is the four playerness. i think it's the politicsness is that fair it's a mixture. See, the problem yeah. is a mixture of a it's, lot. It's, of it's not. It's not one thing. I don't think. If somebody came up with an eight-person commander, it'd take too long. It would suck. Be horrible. Yeah, be horrible. I don't play five-person commander. So Anytime so someone's like, "Do you want to play commander?" and they're like, "You'll be our fifth person," I'm like, "No, you guys have fun." I so don't there is like there is something about four that makes it better than if it was like five or eight or it's, three. It's a limitation on time. It's going to vary by game to game, but how long do you before you get to do something again? Well, how long do well and also, and also, it's like um, so removal is so important in Magic, like the ability to remove creatures. Five person, you have too much removal, and the game doesn't do anything. Three people, you don't have enough removal, and one person gets a bunch of stuff out and just dominates the board. Well, Four I... person seems to be like this perfect mixture of like removal and gameplay. So I'm going to find a happy middle ground between the views then. What I would say is I think like I don't think they have an obligation to make the format, but I think that games should um, maybe give suggestions and maybe like bless certain formats. Um, you know, I think there's nothing worse than like a a pipeline of things that games promise are coming down that they never deliver. Like, you know, if there's like, you know, if there's a PVE game and it's been delivered for like three, you know, promised for like three years, like, you it's know, gonna be the best thing. Yeah. Like save, like eventually, eventually things have to come out. Eventually it has to, eventually it just has to release. And like, if they can't, like if a game doesn't, if a game realizes, like, oh, I actually don't want to do that anymore. Let the community have their go at it. Like and to my knowledge, sorcery has not promised a four player format. Is that true? No. No. So I think this is I think this is big brained play by them then. Because like I think like there's nothing worse than saying four player sorcery is coming, then it never comes out. Yeah. I think it's much smarter to say, we're not doing it, but if you guys want to do it, God bless, have fun. Yeah. I think that's way better than like over promising and delivering. Yeah. I I think that it's way too early for a game to start analyzing should they compete with a commander as a four player game mode? Because I think one of the biggest things that I've learned from trying to do that with other games, I tried to do this with Cryptic. I tried to do this, you know, now, now play it with Sorcery. Um, you know, obviously when we were doing, Josh and I used to stream Flesh and Blood, uh, whatever that format was. was I don't remember. Worst content. Yeah, it was the worst. It was terrible. 
Um, content? You want to hear this now? It was four player fab, and it's yeah. the game is just broken. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, it was it's awful. the worst. It's that the... was my favorite because somebody wrecked you and you hated it so much. Louis, yeah. Louis legitimately Louis in these games like so gets, takes it per when you play one on one games, he does the I'm not I'm not trying to win, I'm not very good. You play oh four player God. games, he gets like so I forgot about it's this. So, so here's weird. the problem with me in four player games, I go. I go hard in the politics. I like, forgot that like, I will win the politic you. game every single time I play a game God. until I lose. But here's what, here's where I'm good. I will <laughs> be upset with you in the game. As soon as the game over, I'm over. I'm done. It's over. It was a game. I don't think that's true. You hundred percent insufferable to talk to until you ignored me for a couple after. days after the podcast because I said you were mean. That's different. That's the podcast. The podcast is this real is a life. four player game. <laughs> this is a real life thing. That's <laughs> a game. Like, um, anyway, you, so I God, think with, I forgot with, all about that. That was such good content with oh, four so player bad. games. In like in indie TCGs, there's not enough cards. Like the gameplay isn't different enough because you can't go back to the mechanics from you know five years ago to like re. It's, it's just not different enough because of the card pool is too small. If you compare. Like the the number of cards that are legal in Commander is like forty five thousand cards are legal. It, it is absurd. It's in absurd. Commander, sorcery has four hundred and three cards. Like so comparing far. those two things seems silly. Um, I do think though that it's the responsibility of game companies to create alternative ways to play. Um, so not necessarily like fifty two card pickup. Get to it, boys. Well, like I I think there is something to say of like giving the community some other content, and so maybe that looks like for sorcery, um, like it wouldn't be that hard for them to put together some play mats that have different size grids, right? And for for people to be able to purchase those, uh, I always but, thought it'd be really fun to play sorcery where it's like a three by ten grid. So, and so do you think they have an obligation to test that though? Um, and so like sorcery is wild because like you can just say it's a casual thing and the grid size is a like a big change. Like yeah, that's but being casual and broken are two but, different things. But, but that's that's where I think that sweet spot is, right? The right. community needs to create it because the yeah. community is going to have more time to yeah. figure out the nuance and what's right. But George was spot on in my opinion. The, the, it's the game should s- support that. If they yeah. see a growing pocket of their community playing their game this way, like, they should lean in. Right, yeah, like we didn't support if that. There's a weekly four-player league, and it's drawing fifty people, sixty yeah. people, and then it's not broken. Print the playmats. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Um, it'll so be I, like it'll be house sized, but like print them. I was no. So we had to. We had to like. It took us way too long to make that little board. That follows. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, it, realistically, though, you said would you? You said it was an hour and a half, but you said you had a good time. Is this something? Just from you, you're the you're the guy who's highest on sorcery. Would you play sorcery this way weekly, multiple times weekly for players, or would you think you'd want to go back to the one on one? I think I probably prefer one on one. One, I mean, the hard thing about this with well, so we had two things. The Magellan Globe really threw a wrench in it because it opened up the door. That sounds so, that go. sounds like the best. I like. Yeah. I would might make that a house rule. Yeah, That's but then so cool. Secondly. Uh, the uh, Donald was playing Pathfinder. Shout out and, to Donald. And Pathfinder's ability is like it doesn't just tap to play a land; it taps and plays a land at random and moves. So <laughs> it its whole thing is like moving around the board. Right. So like Donald's Pathfinder was on because of the Magellan Globe was on my side. I was the seer for the picture. Um, was on my side on like turn four. 
So like he was interacting on my side and it just like, it really you, limited my ability to do stuff. You got Zerg rushed, dude. Yeah. It happened. Shout out to Zerg, the goat. Just getting George back involved. You know, that's how I, that's what I do. Yeah. So it was, it was wild. It was fun. I would certainly play again. And I think like oh my building, God, to... building decks specific for a four player would probably change the game quite a bit too. I agree. Um, I backed my first Kickstarters, I think since MetaZoo. What'd you back? Uh, Stormgate, the 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 real time strategy game done by the original StarCraft developers. Ooh, you do you still play StarCraft pretty daily? Not when I'm up here. Hmm. Sad. Your computer can't run it. You got a no. You got a new computer. Uh, no, it I, was made I in 1997. Why can't you? I figured out how to get the memory back. I I advised you to get, and your life is just better with a new computer. But all right. Let's move on. We got we got time frame here. Um, Pokemon Concierge. Oh my god! But oh, we're still going to do this even with the time frame. All right, let's do it. I'm you in. Let's give it. Nope. We're nope. In. nope. We're in. All right. Pokemon Concierge. So, uh, Concierge you, is a fancy word. Butler? Is it like a poke? Is this like like Pikachu comes to your house as a butler? Ash kind of is a Pokemon butler when you think about so it. So this is a new show on Netflix. Okay. Um, I'm What's sorry. it rated right in Rotten Huh. Was it rated on Rotten Tomatoes? One hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it come out yet? Yeah, it's out. There's like okay. five episodes. It's a stop animation uh, Pokemon thing, not focused on Pokemon battles, but instead po- focused on like the interaction and social element of Pokemon hanging out at a uh, like a resort, and the main character is the concierge for the Pokemon. It is so freaking cool. That it sounds is, that's a wild angle. I did not expect that to be the angle. <laughs> it is so cool. I watched the first episode today with my daughter. Um, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Because it is such a different dynamic that we haven't seen before from Pokemon. It's it well, I guess we've seen some like well, Pokemon Snap, right? It was just like taking photos of Pokemon in a video game. And we've seen some things like this, but this is getting a ton of mass like width in terms of like growing the idea of Pokemon. Um I actually I knew about it, but then I forgot about it. And I was like a parenting video I was watching. The guy was like, don't have your kids watch these shows. Instead, check out these new ones that are like really cool for parents and kids together. And they were talking about Pokemon concierge. Um, I don't know. It's just really cool. It's, a, I think, a really interesting dynamic. And I think that what we'll see, I think the success of this is going to dictate a lot of cool new products wow they've had a lot of ratings too they've had 50 ratings that's a lot of ratings i i assume you're being sarcastic yeah gotcha he's he's talking i think that's safe it's also not 100 it's 90 (laughs) but we're doing really great with our accuracy well the article said the 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 population people the real people said it was 90 the fact that it was 100 yeah um well the people 82 percent on rotten tomatoes what did Wonka, I don't know what that is. The new Willy Wonka movie has ninety-one percent audience. Why score do you need a new Willy Wonka movie with twenty-five hundred ratings? Why do we God, need a new so Willy bad. Wonka? <laughs> Why um, do we need a new Willy Wonka movie? Are you ready for what I learned this weekend? My friend saw it. You ready for what I learned? Yeah, it's a musical. Ugh. really? It's always been a musical. It kind of a little bit. Yeah. Why true? are you? Saying, yes. All all movies from that era have a touch of musical to them. Yeah, it's always been a musical. I don't think that's true. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. All right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to acquitted. 
Johnny Depp's version, by far the best version. And if I sell it to a posty, God, I can do be a that millionaire. That was wild. Okay. Anyway, so I think Pokemon Concierge, it's, I think we're going to see a uh, TCG set because of it. I think we're going to see. There's a shock. I There's think a shock. Gonna, I do too. I think we're going to see a bunch of. Um, 10 trillion like, boxes figures. we printed of it. A bunch of figures. How does the Pokemon Concierge TCG set differ? It's just them in lounge no. chairs? Yeah, it's them in lounge chairs. <laughs> this time there's only 19 trillion like the boxes. Pokemon TCG about the Pokemon. <laughs> God. Okay, I tried. I tried. People who ask for Pokemon content, I Hold tried. on. Hold on. How was my statement off base? You're All making right. your angle is it's a it's a story about the Pokemon at a resort. The TCG's always been about the Pokemon. No, no they're, resort. Resort. they're always they're always doing stuff. The artwork oh, would be cool because it would be stop yeah, animation. Right. You're not doing anything. So it's gonna be a Pokemon God, set that plays the way people play Pokemon set. now, which is not at all. Also, George, we're getting close to the end of the Scarlet and Violet era. So I know you're excited about that. They're gonna announce the new uh Pokemon. Called, they're gonna announce called, the, God, it's gonna be called the Baby Comebacks era. Baby come back. <laughs> they're gonna announce the new era uh in April. And so I'm very We're nowhere ready. near this. It's it's January. Yeah, it's close. And they're announcing it in April. We can have hope. We can have no, hope. No, yeah, I'm with Louie. It's, We're like over halfway through Scarlet start, and Violet. Start We're halfway through. We're over halfway through Scarlet and Violet. Let's get it over oh with, God. baby. Push through. Get over this era. Let's move back. I got. I ordered a stunningly little amount of the next set. I what really hope that still mo- moving into the next era, they sell their printers and go away from that model. Or they just you you don't have to sell the weapon. Just use it properly. Maybe just license it to One Piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. They could do a you crossover should. with a real IP. Have you considered running the Pokemon TCG? No. Oh my okay. god, you'd be the Chris Cox of Pokemon. <laughs> Lorcana to 1,000k. You're one, so close. I love it. 100k. Pixelborn now has 100,000 registered users. Wow. That's a lot of players. That's a lot of bots. That's a lot of, pl- a lot of bots. That's a lot of players. <laughs> Do you think like any other game other than Magic has a hundred thousand active players? One the piece. the Pokemon no, One Piece, the Pokemon Online client might. The Pokemon, oh, Pokemon certainly does. Yeah, it's it's really popular. You said any game Pokemon Online clients got to. They do a really good job. I of, would of enticing that, their paper players to at least try the online client. They do a really good job. I would guess that in person Pokemon is probably a hundred thousand players too. Yeah, at least that. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh probably probably close to that too. I think Yu-Gi-Oh that online, would surprise me. Yu-Gi-Oh online super popular. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think TCG online clients do better than we than well we anticipate. Hundred percent. There's going to be two companies in the future, two kinds of companies: those that are dead and those that have online games. Yeah, that's I it. That. Those are the two. I agree with that. Yeah, I was impressed. That's very quick for hundred thousand. No, that's players. it's. I think it's probably the quickest. I, yeah, I think that's that's absolutely. Has yeah, quickest. I think that's fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely it's definitely the quickest doing take that with a grain of salt, right? And Pokemon and Magic when they came out didn't have the option to have an online client. We they were still made the internet better. Yeah. The internet was still a thing in our They memory. had it. I mean they, they had, had the internet in ninety four. <laughs> Why didn't they just make it better? Yeah. I don't get like I don't really understand what happened to make it better, to be honest with you, but they should have just done whatever it was. I, I think that somebody suggested back then, let's just make the internet better, and they were going to start this AI company, and a bunch of people were like, yeah, we believe in it. Let's invest in it. I Amen. don't think it went well. It did not go well. I'm not going to – I can say 
it's like we're supposed to get our like final like here's your tax receipt but this week <laughs> so, like, you lost call, all your money call you me buddy i will i will e hug you man <laughs> eh, it's all right so there's people on this campus who've had a worse week than i have um so have been in your class that follows um you know yeah, I mean, hundred thousand played players. I, mean, like, I, wonder, uh, I wonder how many games they've had now. Oh God! We did uh, we did a draft this week. Like they, our community was just like, hey, we want to draft. We had like twelve people at our draft. Or nine, sorry, we had nine people just show up to a random draft, and now they're drafting every week after their regular gameplay. Uh, so yeah. people are liking it. People are loving the gameplay. And uh, first chapter up to one sixty five. Back up. Really? Back up? Yeah. Uh, of course, Rise I told of you it's down to one twenty five, but first chapter is pumping. Bloodborne's rough. So, so I think I think that could be the floor for Floodborne, unless they do another reprint. They got they have to. Well, while well, you are, will, the question is like, is it like in six months or you right. know, two weeks? That's that's the big unknown. It's the one piece question for Lorcana. This time next year, only are we getting another thing? Because that's what people told me online. Because that's what I wanted to hear. While you are buying your uh, Spark of Rebellion booster display at Game Rove, you can still get it at MSRP for uh, for Lorcana uh, on on the website. So if you're of rebellion, you're still charging MSRP for first chapter. For Lorcana? Yeah. Hmm. Why wouldn't I? That's what I do. I charge MSRP for everything unless it's like it's tanking and then it's like market price. But like I'm still doing MSRP for Floodborne. Which is if you, a low if you're always charging MSRP for anything, it's a wonder why that came ever banned you. You'd be their hero right now. Yeah. Well, Selling yeah, things on MSRP. What a champion. Yeah. It is what it is. Anyway. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think uh, we're done. We good? Are all hearts and minds free and clear? What? I creeped out. Yeah, I'm creeped I'm out. Little, I'm a little concerned now. We done? How, how's your heart? Oh my god, are you back on the are you back on the pepperoni stick diet? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Uh, so I was, and then today I found in the back of the cupboard uh, chocolate covered pretzels. I gave my kids like three or four of them, and then I was like, well, I can't uh, throw it away. That seems unethical. Win. When Can I ask you guys a question, I'm going to tell my wife I threw it away, though. No, absolutely. Okay. That, that's big reply. I'm going to tell my wife she's good at math. <laughs> God, I hope that's your pickup line tonight. Hey, baby. I hope this you is know. the one podcast your wife watches. You're really good at math. No, oh, no. This is a this is a conversation we've had in the household. Okay. We know each okay. other's faults. She knows all of mine, of which there are many. Why do Reese's Pieces tastes better in tree shape than not you mean reese's peanut butter cups yeah not okay reese's i was about to say i've never cups. seen yeah uh, uh they objectively the, do no they objectively no do. eggs the, are pretty good yeah the eggs are way better eggs are pretty good. better than the cups yeah the eggs are the best version of you a think? reese's i prefer the, 100, I prefer, yeah. I prefer the uh i prefer the christmas tree Louis, where did wrong. you find this guy yeah you, thank you. No, you it's it's be, all about the egg meta. It should be banned from the podcast. <laughs> what are you eating? Chocolate cover pretzel. <laughs> she just gave it to me. That's what, that that's what her snack was. All right, everyone. Hey, real talk to our viewers. Thank you for being here. <laughs> we, are, we appreciate you. You know, I realized at the end of the podcast last week, we were all so mad at each other at the end of the podcast last week. We forgot to thank our viewers for the year of listening to us in 20. Are we mad? We were, right. yeah, we were a little heated at the end of the podcast last week. What happened? Were we? I don't remember. We're friends. We got over it. Like I don't think we were. We we were. Yeah. I'm, we now I'm mad it. that you won't tell me. Yeah. And now I want to just keep fighting with you so, and pushing back against everything you so, say. 
viewers, thank you for watching, for listening. Uh, I don't think we were angry here. last week. Go subscribe to Josh's no, channel. No, member. Hometown member. TCG. Go become a member. Uh, next week, pay attention. We'll have a, an announcement where you can join our Discord. Um, but if you want to enter the May the Zoo be with you chat, you will have to be a patron. That will be. Uh, Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, no. Way to go. Way yeah. to go. I know. I know what's. I know what's pumping. In my I don't. You don't forward. get a discount on box openings on the channel if you're not a member. No. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Um, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun there. Thank you for everybody who supports everything <laughs> and who's here. Thank you to George for making the time as your Harvard professor. It's even nothing but guess the card with the card sections on the Discord, except for May the Zoo be with you. I can't wait till you're in, Ch- in Chicago. I'm just going to have my phone out and filming you all the time. All <laughs> it gets the beer, win the beer. All I'm doing in Chicago is guess. I'm not playing in a single event. I'm just going to do guess the card, win the cards. I'm going to post 100. You could votes. do one with Rudy. That's my goal for 2024. Rudy, make it happen. Yeah, yeah come on, my Rudy. Goal, my goal for 2024. It will not be a Black Lotus because he'll guess it. Although, that would be God. pretty good. Be you could do one with Simon. Yeah. You could yeah. guess the card, win the card with Simon of a sorcery card. I, to- I told you. I, easy. I saw Why your content easy? popping off. And I, I DM'd you. I'm going to do Lorcana, guess the card, win the card. I'm so original. I said I'm going to steal it from you. Just oh, my Lorcana. God. Can we talk about that for a minute? Sure. Did you guys see the Topps Chrome set that came out for oh, Disney? The, yeah, the, the Mickey Mouse one. All right. So here's my question. Listen, I I have been upfront with all of you that I both love Disney, love Bob Iger, and love Lorcana. Mm-hmm. The fact that a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Donald Duck and something else signed card could be worth a ton is totally wild to me. Yeah, because yeah. they don't actually exist. Yeah. Like, Got what it. do I need yeah. to search for that? Because, um, oh, here it is. So you just Google Disney Super Fractor. I found it. Uh, the, the Mickey Mantle card. You, you sent the mini, right? The top scrum one that has, it has Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto is what it is. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a five-figure card. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane to me. Did you see my favorite thing is somebody took Lorconic. This is like, this is the wildest. Somebody took Lorconic cards. To the theme park and yeah, have the I showed you this. Sign it. I showed you that. So that was in my question. store. Will PSA sign it? Will PSA authenticate it? So, so did you know this? Did you know that the um, in order to be a Mickey Mouse character to be the person in the in the suit, you have to take a calligraphy class. It's like a two week long calligraphy class. So God, every every That's Mickey crazy. Mouse autograph look exact looks exactly the same, and every Donald this Duck is autograph. why Disney's worth twenty trillion dollars and Hasbro is worthless. Yeah. Uh, like there, there, you have to like pass a class to do it. It's crazy. That's wild. Uh, but yeah, I don't get it. It shouldn't be worth it. I don't know. Jace Chandra signed cards. Same thing. I don't understand it. Yeah, they're not real people. Um. Oh, you know what else we didn't talk about? Mickey the license expired. Expired. Oh, the Mickey the horror one movie? version of Mickey. Oh God. So like anybody can have Mickey Mouse in their card game now. Not accurate. Why not? Uh, because there's certainly you can't confuse the consumer. Hmm. You cannot do Mickey's Wonderful Playhouse, the cart TCG, and it like <laughs> that'd be like, oh geez, you found the loophole. Next universes beyond is gonna have a Mickey Mouse in it. You just wait. How did that get in there? All right, anyway. <laughs> Fallout universes beyond Mickey Mouse special edition. That would be amazing. Back to saying goodbye to everybody. Maybe do a Steamboat Willie version. Yeah, probably. May this be with you. And, and remember to be kind. Oh, sorry, it starts the other way. Remember to be kind to the people around you, and may the zoo be with you. And also with the people with you.